What's going on, Chuckleheads? Welcome back to another episode of Dingo Talk. I am Carlo Guadagnino. Today, my guest is going to be head football coach Bill Garvey. Uh, We're going to talk about his time in college, his coaching career before Bethany, his Bethany career. Um, talk a little bit about why Division Three and why you should come to Division uh, Division Three school. And uh, oh yeah, we got those giveaways. We got some sponsors. So I hope you enjoy the episode. If you have not liked and subscribed to the YouTube page, do that. Like and like and share any post that you see for a chance to be entered in our giveaways. Enjoy, Chuckleheads. What's going on, Chuckleheads? I am Carlo Guadagnino, uh, alongside Coach Bill Garvey, head football coach of the football team. Coach, I'm going to get all this out of the way beforehand because I've had mishaps. I forgot. I still owe Erica tea. I didn't get you tea. Uh, this comes from uh, Mr. Chambers uh-huh. and myself. I was told that the, the diet Mountain Dew is the way to go. It is so. the way to go. I try to cut down, but I don't, it doesn't work very well. Um, so what we're going to do, as we always do in part one, we're going to talk to Coach Garvey about everything that led up to him coming to, to Bethany. Part two will be his journey here in Bethany. Um and we'll do the awards or the giveaway, um, and we'll see where this conver- where the conversation goes. But uh, so, Coach, you were a three year member at Iona. Mm-hmm. What was the process? I- I've asked every other coach that. What was the recruitment process like for you? <laughs> How did because you are on the other side of that right, too? Right, so, right, right. well, uh, recruiting process. Not honestly, I was not a very good football player to be quite honest with you. So the recruiting process wasn't real heavy. I. Uh, I, could, I guess you could say I chose schools more than choose uh, schools choosing me. So, um, But I love my time at Iona. I played for a great guy and, and Coach Harold Crocker, who's now a, a, an athletic director in a, in a college in New Jersey. Um, loved my time there. Still talked to some people, too, that, that obviously I went to school with and um, a couple coaches as well. So it was a, uh, a great time. We had some success there when I was there. Played with a bunch of good players um, and just enjoyed my time. So you come out of there with a, and correct me if I'm wrong. It's an M. It's the M A A C. Right. Yeah, the MAC with two A's. The MAC with two A's. You mm-hmm. got you get a championship, and but more importantly, you get that business management and yeah. uh, information information systems. systems. Yeah, helped me a lot in coaching. <laughs> so, um, how did you go from that? And into the into coach. Well, I knew I wanted to be a college football coach. Really, in my freshman year, um, actually, was the first college game that I participated in pregame, and and my head coach stood up there and and you know talked to us about the game and pregame stuff and all that. And I said, and I was just watching him, and, and you know, obviously, I love the game of football. And I said, you know, I think I want to do that for the rest of my life too. Um, but coming out of college, my first year, I worked in New York City and. Um, I grew up in Long Island, New York, obviously, and, and you know I lived at home for the full year and, and made a decent amount of money because I was living at home rent-free, still living off my folks, and, and commuted every day to Manhattan, and then um, actually got laid off. The company, the division I was in in the company laid everybody off and folded, and, and so I had to make a decision, and I did, and I became a graduate assistant at Hofstra, um, and then it all started from there. So, so at Hofstra, as a graduate assistant, um, how lo- how long were you at Hofstra, and what were your? I mean, because you started off as just like a tough pos- questions now. <laughs> You're just a position coach, right? right? No, I, I I did everything underneath the sun at at uh, at Hofstra. I was okay. there for I think three football seasons. I think 
maybe three full years. Something like that. But, um, I mean, I did everything you could possibly think of from video to film and practice sometimes to getting a lot of lunch um, and doing a lot of little chores for the head coach and being his assistant as well and um, learned a lot. I mean, I worked under, um, while I was there, a whole bunch of guys who were very, very successful in this business who were in the NFL or head coaches in the NFL or head coaches at major college um, football and 1AA football and Division two and Division three. So my learning experience there was... Honestly, I probably wouldn't, you know, I didn't make a lot of money and all those things I could do in this business when you first get started, but the learning that I got and, and the knowledge that I gained is, you know, I think personally second to none, and, and I think it really did help me move forward of, of how to do this profession and move forward and, and, and try to succeed in, into the best of your ability. So, um, you know, it was a great experience that I had there. So now from Hofstra, we go to Harvard for, I got to think now. Four seasons, I think I was there. I started out as the off, uh, assistant offensive line coach under uh, a guy named Jim Turner. He was the position coach there. Um, he's now at the Cincinnati Bengals. Again, learned invaluable lessons there just from an <coughs> offensive side of the ball because I was I was a small skill guy in college and mm -hmm. high school, and I learned the offensive line and that it's the most important thing there is in, in offensive football. So I really learned that that has to be done right before anything else. So I really do think that has helped. Um, me and my game planning and just putting together plans and, and, and a philosophy of what we do. Um, and in my last two years, I became the wide receiver coach there um, and learned, you know, just learned how to be a very, you know, the one thing I can tell you from the guy at Hausher I worked with, Joe Gardy, is kind of be yourself as a head football coach. I mean, he finished and retired with a 73% winning percentage. And then I went and worked for a guy, you know, a little bit the complete opposite from um, the way he handled himself and a guy who was, you know, the ultimate organizer in Tim Murphy, who is the most successful head coach in, in Harvard history. So, um, and we won a championship there. So that was just a great, you know, very different the way the two places were run, uh, which again, I think added to a lot of the experience that I got to take the things that I thought were good. Maybe I thought didn't I didn't like as much and, you know, it was a really good, really good experience there. You know, a great town and a great school, obviously, and, and working with great people and, and you know, some of the best student athletes in the country. So, Well, and I guess you get your you get your offensive line, you get your receivers, so right. the, there's, there's kind of only two more positions for you <laughs> left to work before you become an offensive coordinator. Yeah. Um, so you go from Harvard to Stonehill yeah. College. To Stonehill College, Division Two in, in Massachusetts. Um, when I got there, it was... Very similar to the situation here. I wasn't the head coach, obviously, but we had to rebuild a program that did not have a lot of success um, when we first got here. Um, and I worked under a guy named Chris Woods, who um, had a lot of success lo locally here in the in the PSAC in Mansfield. That no longer has varsity football anymore. But um, you know, we we doubled our win total there, which was not a lot of wins, but we doubled them um, <laughs> in in a rebuilding process. Yeah. Though. And really learned how to do that, and was there for two seasons, and then um, was fortunate enough that you know the previous head coach was a very good friend of mine, Tim Weaver, got the job here and asked me to come with him, and I've been here since. Wow, you kind of fourteen years, a long time, man. I don't know, like you. You kind of cut the uh, hole where I get to pause you. you. <laughs> uh, well, we're gonna take a break. We'll go into part <laughs> two. Uh, first, I gotta send it to KJ Karen Dunn with Maple Shades Outdoors. Um, if you haven't yet, go on YouTube, check them out. Get on Instagram, like and follow them. They're get he's getting ready. He's been out there all 
the last two weekends. That's all I see is <laughs> look at this. Look at this deer cam. Look where I'm putting this feed. Nice. It's so go ahead, KJ. What's going on, everybody? This is Kieran Dunn, founder of Maple Shade Outdoors. You're currently watching Dingo Talk with my man Carlo. If you're anything like me and you're really enjoying this content, you should like and subscribe his page. You, while you're on YouTube, you should probably just head over and like and subscribe Maple Shade Outdoors. Check out our page, enjoy some videos, some outdoor content. You might as well hop on Instagram, Facebook, follow us, Maple Shade Outdoors. Now that's enough about me. I'm trying to get back and watch the rest of Dingo Talk, so I'll talk to y'all later.